The Kyle Style Podcast is brought to you in part by Kyle Style Design. Visit redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design to get original artwork by me, Kyle Style, on uh, shirts and prints and postcards and stickers and phone cases and all kinds of jiggy stuff. That's redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design. Alright, so welcome back to the Kyle Style Podcast once again, uh, doing a little uh, sort of impromptu uh, episode here, a, not, a non-produced one. I'm going to try not to ramble too much, I'm going to try to bring this uh, sort of this concept here for, for the listeners. So, this episode is called Always Read the Comments, alright? And this is a little phenomenon that I've noticed uh, in the uh, social media spheres of the interwebs where you have these progressive stories. It's a progressive headline. It's a, it's a, uh, when, what can we do to stop the violence that's coming from these white men? And Vice and other, you know, HuffPo and some of these outlets, they, they pimp these headlines around and... You would think that what it is is addressing, you know, all kinds of like it's a, it's a what it's trying to do anyway is address these racist uh, undertones in society and these racial inequalities and how the media treats white people violence different than black people violence and I would argue that the media doesn't really treat black on black violence and at all it just doesn't it doesn't treat it it doesn't address it at all but anyway so there was. Uh, um, so in regards to the, that's in regards to the progressive stories. So there are these, uh, you know, Twitter, right? On Twitter, you can have promoted tweets, right? If you're a business, you can pay, and then they promote your tweet. And this particular one, which I would include the pics with the blog post, was uh, Phoenix Jones. It was a Red Hook, Red Hook uh, you know, brewery. Uh, Phoenix Jones endorsement, right? Or uh, endor- endorsing Phoenix Jones... Phoenix Jones is featured in the ad as promoting uh, Red Hook beer, and the uh, you know Phoenix Jones, of course, is the uh, Seattle area um, superhero, the real life superhero. And in reality, I kind of known some people who known him. That, I mean, in reality, he's just kind of a douchebag who you know runs around in a stupid costume and like you know accosts people who he thinks are like. Um, you know, doing wrong or whatever. Uh, he he kind of is a jackass, and he's kind of a megalomaniac. And a lot of people don't like him. Like people are kind of hailing him like these this like creative guy or this hero or whatever. But he he's kind of a jackass. Now, how does this relate to always read the comments? Okay, so if you just see the the ad, and it's you know, uh. Red Hook saying, like, here's to Phoenix Jones, real-life superhero, crime fighter, and guardian of Seattle. Seattle original. Hashtag Seattle original. And then you read the responses. (laughs) And the responses are just, uh, Phoenix Jones, the original douchebag? Uh... Will Phoenix, will Phoenix Jones get watered down after being purchased by AB2? Anheuser-Busch. Uh... This guy's a fake who beats up on homeless people and has a criminal record. <laughs> you hurt your brand, Red Hook. Nobody actually likes this guy. Is this an onion ad? Here's to pepper spraying innocent people and getting arrested for it. 
<laughs> it just it's just on and on like this. And so the reality is it's supposed to be like this cute sort of article or this cute ad, you know, yeah, Phoenix Jones, he's a hero, a superhero, and we're, you know, like Red Hook and you know, Seattle original and whatever. What <laughs> the reality is is that people are annoyed by Phoenix Jones. They don't like him. He's not a hero. He's just an attention-seeking jackass, right? Now, now with something like a, an ad on Twitter, of course there's always backlash, right? There's always some pushback, you corporate shills, all that. But what you have here is them trying to kind of perpetuate this idea that, you know, Phoenix Jones is this admirable person and that they are proud to be in alignment with him as a company and is all a good thing. And the reality is that the public perception isn't what they want it to be. The reality is public perception is basically fuck Phoenix Jones, right? Now, this relates in a bigger way to more important things when you have, like, um, Vice, for example. Vice is always doing this uh, mass shooting tracker uh, articles that they they put up. uh, They post them on Facebook, obviously. And the the mass shooting tracker is, in theory, supposed to be highlighting and drawing our attention as a society to the problem of gun violence and uh, the dangers of firearm ownership and uh, misusage and everything else. And yet... They've continued to post these stories frequently, and every time you open the comments section on Facebook, and it's just basically pro-gun people just dismantling and trashing the article. And the, the sources and their statistics and their agenda, essentially, and people just basically telling Vice to fuck off, right? And this just keeps happening, and it just keeps going on like this. Now, I imagine that what's happening is they're getting clicks, which means ad revenue. So even if you know that you already disagree with Vice's stance on this, you if you still open the article, they still get a hit. They don't care if you hate it or like it. They, you're still going to the site, right? But they, you know, Vice particularly, they promote some of these stories, these uh, sort of socially progressive stories, uh, uh, about police police inequality towards um, or how do you put that? Yeah, damn it! Like uh, basically, functional uh, institutional racism in police departments, right? And it disproportionately targeting young black men, and especially in the wake of things like um, you know the Baltimore uh, Freddie Gray situation and Ferguson and everything else. There's this um, there's this highly kind of energized toxic. Um, undercurrent of racism that uh, all the media has jumped on, right? But when you look at, uh, say, uh, a progressive-looking story about um, what can we do about white male privilege, right? Or this is what we need to do to curb, uh, you know, toxic masculinity. And you'd think... Well, if there is toxic masculinity, then, you know, we should learn about this and we should try to solve this problem. Or if there is a problem with racism, we need to solve this problem. And is is Hollywood racist? Are Oscars so white? Let's find out. You have to read the article to find out. And oftentimes the problem is that these articles are just, it's like a blog post that somebody wrote in like 10 minutes. It doesn't seem to really be that um uh, it thought out. It doesn't seem to be that researched. It's just an opinion piece with some some images, and that's fine because 
that's what the Kyle Style Podcast is. But I'm not Vice. I don't claim to be journalism. I don't claim to be, you know, really trying to solve a lot of the world's problems. I'm just a dude with a microphone, right? So I'm not holding myself up as some kind of beacon of uh, journalistic integrity. They try to. And what has become obvious is an incredibly uh, sort of transparent kind of social agenda, right? And one of the important things here is not that I hate Vice, right? Their motherboard articles are are usually pretty spot on. Um, But that every news outlet does this. They all perpetuate their own sort of slant. You have left-leaning and right-leaning and, uh, you know... um, I guess, allegedly uh, independent or moderate news sources, and they all are kind of pushing some sort of social agenda, whether it's Breitbart or The Guardian or HuffPo or Vice or whatever. And when you open up the comments section, which a lot of news outlets are abandoning comment sections because of all the incredibly inappropriate things people say in them, uh, but they are abandoning them because if you look at the comments section detracts from the article often in more accurate ways often often not you know sometimes it's just you know people spouting nonsense but um a lot of times it it is completely deconstructing the article in the comments and the reality is that a lot of these things that are presented as being these axiomatic uh kind of monolithic concepts like uh the the racism of white America and you know white supremacy, and then you open the articles and then or the, open the comments and there are you know Latinos saying it's bullshit. There's Asians saying it's bullshit. There's black people saying it's bullshit, and a lot of times with the repetition of these articles from sources like Vice just constantly popping up, people are just telling them to shut up. <laughs> like they're just getting trashed in the comments, and it's one of these things where again, like I don't necessarily read the articles. I just open the comment section. There's people firing back at Vice, telling them to suck a dick and telling them they suck and that they need to cut it out and they need to do real journalism. And oh, look, look at Vice going downhill even further ever since Rupert Murdoch took over, right? And it just goes on like that, and you sometimes have some debate and conversation between people. There is some conversation and debate, but the thing is, is that that's the um, uh, that's kind of the interactivity of modern news media that you can go in the comment section you can spout off your opinion your opinion might be wrong and somebody else if they know you're wrong they'll try to point it out and the thing is is that that becomes to me more valuable than the article itself because the comment section is the the dipstick of the actual population this is what people who actually have access to the internet and actually are interested in these topics and take the time to comment on them this is what they actually think. And it's not just outrage against the, the, the source, though, the, the news source. It's not just that. It's that people have differing opinions and people have, they, they have their different opinions due to a belief in different statistics or different studies or whatever. And the, the, a lot of times the news articles aren't really helping Right, and this is something that like Vice is constantly called out on is this sort of race baiting stuff that they're constantly pushing this uh, racist white America agenda, 
And of course, everybody gets outraged and clicks on the link, and then they get their ad revenue, right? So we're we're falling into the trap as much as anybody else. But I wanted to like like again bring it back around to like Phoenix Jones, right? And this this Red Hook thing. Like I'm plugging Red Hook, right? So in some sense, it works that this ad campaign that they came up with works. But um, the public opinion isn't that this is a sweet guy, right? And Vice, the public opinion on them is broad depending on the sub the story. Sometimes they put out some good stories or whatever. But it, all their, like, social commentary kind of stuff, their racism, gun control, all these things, uh, people are sick of it, and they tell them they're sick of it, but they keep doing it anyway. And it's interesting to see that when I see an outrageous headline, you go, this is a fucking outrageous headline. Like, how can they even say, make a sweeping statement like that? You open the comment section and other people are agreeing with you. They're like, yeah, this this is bullshit. This is clickbait nonsense. This is just for ad revenue. There's nothing journalistic here. There's nothing intelligent necessarily here. And that's the reality, is that most people are skeptical of all the news sources they're skeptical of the agendas that they all have, and they're, um, they're, there's kind of this very broad, very common kind of uh, libertarian kind of approach to these things. Like, people are not all on board with the uh, racist America agenda, they're, uh, this, this perception. They're not all on board with the uh, wage gap uh, concept. They're not all on board with the... Uh, Donald Trump is an evil racist thing. They have seen through it. News outlets continue to kind of push their separate, you know, political agendas. And you, the only way you would really know is if you go to like a discussion board or like maybe on Reddit or something like that, where people will express an opinion different than what the article says. Because without that, you would just have the article. And if the article is authoritative, well, then that sets... That, that controls the sort of narrative and the public uh, perception, right? This is why there's, uh, you know, what is it, the fourth estate, right? This is why uh, free press and media and news is uh, an important pillar of democracy, right? And what we're seeing is sometimes it's something ridiculous like um, uh, Phoenix Jones endorsing Red Hook beer, right? If it was a TV commercial, it would just play, and there would be a TV commercial, and you could say, hey, that's stupid, I don't like that guy, and then your friend in the room would be like, yeah, it is stupid, I don't like that. But they chose to put it on Twitter. They chose to throw it into Thunderdome, and you open those comments, and you read these things, and they're just getting trashed, and Phoenix Jones is getting trashed, and it's like, this is idiotic, and you guys suck, and like, I don't even like Red Hook beer, and you guys can die slow, and die in a fire, and all that fun stuff, right? And so you realize that the public perception is not on the side of, like, these corporations. It's not on the side of these uh, kind of these, like, news outlets that are trying to be emotionally manipulative, right? Um, that are pushing an agenda that helps, uh, that fits with their other, you know, kind of uh, their marketing agenda, essentially. And one of, the, one of the ones I really remember, and this is where this becomes important, right? is not Phoenix Jones, and in some sense not Vice, because they write a lot of nonsense that just, you know, how to find drugs in Pittsburgh, and you're like, oh, okay, sure. Uh, but uh, the the socially progressive stuff about the actual, about the numbers on racism, the numbers on gun violence, 
and this sort of apparent agenda that they sort of have. Um, there's even more important is the UN's Twitter account, okay? <laughs> and the UN's Twitter account, the one, I, I might have mentioned this before, but it's uh, the UN put out a story um, uh, uh, a few months back about Rwanda's recovery uh, after the genocide, of course. It's, you know, what, uh, 20 years later or so now. And the recovery and the unity they have now and and how great it is that it's recovered the way that it has. And you open it up and it's just, yeah, whose fault was the genocide, huh, UN? And, uh, you know, why didn't you guys act at the time? You could have prevented it, the whole thing to begin with and we wouldn't have to have had recovery, right? And people are like, blaming Kofi Annan personally by name like he's the one who disregarded the you know the messages from the general about how dangerous the situation was and they're the ones that refused to mobilize and they didn't put any pressure on anybody to do anything and basically the UN did a tiny bit to help but they also are culpable and that's just the 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 comments reflect that and it's similar to that on nearly every posting they put up whether it's about ending child hunger you'll have uh you know you'll have people saying uh well that's so great and yes there's hope we can we can change this stuff you know uh and then there's weren't you guys trading child sex slaves for food isn't that a scandal are we still talking about that you know uh like uh, you guys aren't going to be able to fix anything because no one appre- no one respects the UN, and so you have this whole like the the reality is that people don't have respect for the UN. They don't necessarily have even have respect like for their agenda for their goals because it's uh, ultra national. You know, it's an ultra national organization. It's uh, in some senses intended to infringe on. Um, on the, uh, what the hell is the word? The autonomy? The fuck? Sovereignty. There we go. They're trying to infringe on the sovereignty of other nations by imposing laws, and there's been some really fishy, tricky things in the UN, like, um, uh, uh Anita Sarkeesian, I think, the, the feminist, uh, video game critic, uh, whatever, she, like, addressed the UN about verbal abuse on Twitter and how terrible it is and that we need to have some, you know, organization that will monitor Twitter. And, of course, if you open anything she posts, there's a whole bunch of people telling her to die in a fire and you don't know what you're talking about and and get your dirty hands off of my video games, that kind of thing, right? So, the, again, like, the reality is not this, um... It's not this all together, uh, we're going to combat racism and we're going to combat gun violence thing. And it's all this, this, this agenda that seems inclusive. It really, it really isn't. The public opinion is wildly swings in different directions. And the cynicism is apparent. The mistrust is apparent. And in some cases, just the outright hatred of some of these news outfits and these uh, these media outlets is just, it's just palpable. And that is the reality, is that with the internet, I can find news stories as they break. I don't need them to put it into an agenda and then tell me what it means, right? 
I don't need them to editorialize. I don't need them to, uh, you know, to couch it in, inside another issue. I can view events as they unfold, uh, depending on which websites you go to. You can watch things happen almost in real time, the way things are unfolding. You can get live streaming, video streams, and everything else to events as they actually happen. And I don't need... Uh, I don't need Vice to jump on and tell me again about how uh, gun violence is destroying America. You know what's destroying America, I've said it before, is um, lack of honesty. That's what's destroying us. We've, we've got people not expressing their views because they're afraid to. you got people expressing their views and then being like uh, harassed for it. You've got uh, people just sort of bowing down to a whole range of different, uh, you know, social and political agendas because, uh, you know, white guilt is in there. Um, This idea of, like, white male privilege is in there. And people are being cowed into accepting a whole range of different ideas as a result of some of these key ones that are problems, right? Like, you know, racism is a problem. Gun violence is a problem. But there's demonization. Um, if you don't go, if you don't 100% support Black Lives Matter, you're a racist. If you don't, uh, if you don't believe in 100% gun control, then you must be an amosexual gun nut, uh, Republican hillbilly uh, conspiracy theorist. And the reality is, people don't like this shit. They don't like racism. They don't like Black Lives Matter. They don't like mass shootings. They don't like people who don't like the Second Amendment. This is the broad middle, the great silent majority that are not so silent anymore. Because now we have the comments section. <laughs> so again, always read the comments. So, thanks again for listening to this uh, rambling, bumbling, misguided, I think coherent episode of the Kyle Style Podcast. Uh, be sure to go over to uh, redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design. Get you some Kyle Style original art on some swag and rock that with pride. And you'll know you're supporting this fantastic, highly researched podcast, which is bringing quality content to your ear holes. Um, Twitter, Facebook, etc., etc. You follow the links in the blog post here. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. All right? Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.